It's Beth Wee in the studio talking to you today about be strong. That's right. This is a Theo speak, so get ready. Whether we're watching the National Football League, World Cup tennis, the Olympics, we see professional athletes regularly surpass the limits of human physical endurance. How do they do it, we ask? You know, we're watching a televised exhibition. We, we don't see the behind-the-scenes training that brings strength and stamina. In a similar way, many Christians watch other believers meet and transcend difficulties regularly, and they wonder, how did they acquire such a resilient faith? You know, onlookers forget the disciplines behind the scenes that make our Christian peers so robust and strong. It's meticulous preparation. That's what makes the faithful stronger. The spiritual workout they employ to develop strength is available to all of us. If you can follow three simple steps, you can grow in spiritual clout. You noticed I turned it on you? I got to do it too. And I get so busy sometimes that I forget that I have to do my daily workout. I want to grow in spiritual clout. The first part of our exercise program to grow spiritually strong is to be patient and not lose heart. We must wait on the Lord and he will deliver what we need to move forward. All right, sounds easy. We'll talk more. Second, we must spend time in prayer and meditation to build up our relationship with God. Every other relationship in our life is based on that one, even the relationship with ourself. And finally, the third thing, we must keep our eyes fixed on things eternal. We got to remember that we're kingdom kids. We're living in God's kingdom. It looks like the world all around us and things are going haywire, but we're kingdom kids and we have to develop the trust that will make us strong. You know, when we found Christ, it was probably the greatest triumph of our lives. But it brings with us a lot of new imperatives that can be difficult to follow. It's suddenly like we have these Ten Commandments suddenly became rules. Or some of the love our neighbors, I love ourselves stuff can get kind of difficult. And trying to remember that our treasure is relationship with God, and that's our first and foremost, can get lost in the quest after making enough money to get by or having the right people around us or, you know, the things, possessions, power, pleasure, they can throw us off kilter. So we have to do something to make sure that we can stay strong. On the inside, we recognize that living in Christ makes something dramatically different. We have a strange expectancy that can sometimes feel a little bit daunting. If we are surrounded in our new faith by other believers, 
then the transformation will feel more natural as we blend in and learn from their experience. That's what discipleship is. It's just hanging out with people that know him better than we do. If we are getting stronger, it's like we belong to a spiritual gym with trainers and others that are more advanced in their training, understanding, and how the equipment works. If, however, we come to belief and we don't have community support, we may feel timid and afraid, unsure of what we should do next. We worry that without direction and tools, we're going to stay scrawny in our faith. This apprehension can be managed, but we have to look to the word of God. In Isaiah chapter 41, he said, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Although growing in the strength of the Lord requires work, he tells us not to be afraid. Though we're weak initially, our strength will grow as we follow the path laid out in the word of God. Like an athlete, we have to practice to grow stronger. So let's get started. The first thing I said, don't lose heart, wait on the Lord. It is difficult for a seasoned Christian to wait on the Lord, even after years of seeing him deliver on his promises. You know, don't be harsh with yourself. Everybody struggles with this part of the Christian walk. Anxious, self-concerned, most of us want our needs met quickly. Patience isn't the first attribute that we're seeking. That will develop over time as we meet and surmount troubles through Christ. You know, James said, count it all joys when you meet trials of various kind. For know that your testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Think about steadfastness when you're looking at a sumo wrestler. It's strength. If you want to be strong like a sumo, you gotta be steadfast. You gotta count it joy. You gotta persevere through the trials. For now, we must remain dedicated to our beliefs and accept that progress may take time, but it will surely come. Learning to wait on God is the first step in the spiritual workout. You know, every January 1st, gym memberships across our country grow because people make resolutions to improve their health. Enthusiastic for a few weeks, many lose interest as the pressures of life crowd out their time slots slated for exercise. They get discouraged because they are not seeing big results quickly. Maybe they didn't lose all the weight they wanted to, or maybe the diet went downhill and they threw in the towel at the health club too. (laughs) I don't know. But the same can be true with those of us in faith. The eagerness of wanting a stronger faith may wane if we don't see a lot of change around us. The worldly pastimes will tempt us with immediate relief. We forget that the treasure now lies within us. The most successful patrons at a fitness center start slowly, but they show up regularly. Let's take that to heart. Start slowly, but show up regularly. Open to the possibility of pain, 
These people that go to the health club accept their new training is going to cause some stress. We have to expect the same when we're seeking to grow stronger in faith. We must know this is not an overnight matter. It's the beginning of a whole new way of life. When you're born again, it means that you're going to grow and mature from a baby to an adult. (laughs) You know, growing is slow and painful. If we're blessed to have mentors leading us, we can watch how they navigate the restlessness of our spirit that comes when maybe our desires aren't met or maybe God's timing is different than ours. We can piggyback on their unfit, faltering faith and mimic their conduct. Uh, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be patient, to wait on the Lord. The promise is if we wait on him, we will renew our strength. The next step in our spiritual workout plan to grow in strength is going to be about prayer and meditation. The key to this part of our plan is repetition. Just like the attendee at this fitness center, it's all about the reps. (laughs) The more we practice this portion of our strategy, the easier it will become. Pain will lessen as spiritual muscle grows. No matter what the season, committing ourselves to regular prayer has incredible benefits. When we pray, we speak directly to God. Like any other relationship, our words will change as we become more intimate with him. Consider the difference between our first attempt to run a mile and the completion of our 40th marathon. (laughs) Okay, some of you out there are saying, yeah, I get that. Well, I've never run a marathon, but you get the idea. Practice brings ease and comfortability. The same is true with prayer and meditation. Repetition will bring abundant fruit into this part of your spirit life. Fia Curley uh, wrote a wonderful little article on the power of meditation encountering God through the scripture. And I'm going to give you a little quote from that. It goes like this. The verb meditate carries the meanings of mumbling continually, pondering deeply, studying, and musing. Meditating on the word is a focused repetition of phrases from scripture. Meditation is a God-ordained way to use the scripture. It's not vain repetition when faith is involved. Numerous verses refer to the importance of meditating on the word and God's character. I think that's a beautiful way to start meditation. Find something that you like and just repeat it. I know that saying a short verse of scripture over and over will help me commit it to memory. But to think of it as a meditative practice makes it so much easier than trying to quiet my busy, busy mind. You know, prayer and meditation are the second step in the spiritual workout routine for good reason. These exercises bring us confidence in our bond with the Most High. When we grow in assurance of our identity as His beloved child, Oh my gosh, it changes everything. As we devote ourselves to better communication with God, it becomes a working part of our mind and heart. 
when we meet hurdles in life, we leap them like athletes, leaning on the one who knows our need before we even share it out loud. God inhabits the praises of his people. That's what uh, Psalm 22 says. So strengthen from regular prayer and meditation. We can move from conversation to praise with ease. The last part of our spiritual workout is about fixing our eyes on the things eternal. It's all about the hope that comes as we look forward to the promises of Christ and stand firmly on the foundation that he laid. Focus is key in this stage of getting strong. When we focus, we can accomplish more because our main concern is clear. You know, John MacArthur answered someone's question on one of those uh, websites called God, GodQuestions.org. And they somebody asked him, how can I stay focused on Christ? And this is what John MacArthur wrote. To focus is to direct one's attention or concentrate on something. If we are focused on Christ, then he has our attention. We are concentrating on him and his word. He occupies the forefront of our minds. Such a focus is only fitting because Jesus is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn among the dead so that everything he might have the supremacy. By rights, he should be our focus. All right, that might sound kind of, uh, I don't know, maybe too educational or something, but the reality is when you hang out with your best friend, you don't think about how you're thinking about them because you're with them. When you think about Christ more regularly, he'll become your best friend and you'll just think about him more easily. When we exercise this leg of our tactic to grow stronger, our worldview will change. For example, we may see an alignment of minor details and judge their coming together is something that was a plan of God's. We notice things that we used to take for granted and we see them as blessings from God. When we fix our eyes on the things eternal, we're more grateful for the things we have every day. The word of God actually opens us up and we grasp truth as never before. Maybe this is where the earlier practices that um, on patience and communications are bolstered. When we look to God in all things, waiting on his timing and sharing our hopes and fears, we become part of the larger picture. Eternity stretches before us. We are now connected to the great I am and his intention. Though we run this race in life, we know that no matter how we finish, we will be rewarded. This generates strength in a holy spiritual realm. We don't rely on physical or emotional senses because we're pulled into the wonder of spiritual awakening. Only the strong know spiritual awakening. Most of you know I love music. Toby Mac is one of my greatest artists, and he said, this is the race of my life. I've got my eye on the prize. I've got my eye on it. I've got my eye on the prize, and I will not quit. So let's get back to our sports arena. It is the strong contender that is sized up by the component. 
When a wide receiver is quick and controlled, the defense uses strategy to minimize his impact. When a tennis pro has a strong serve, his rival studies his methods to try and overcome this ability. The same is true when spiritual strength is attained. We must keep our eyes fixed on Christ because it is from him that our help will come when needed. The effective Christian, strong in belief and in character, will be challenged. Gratefully, the same strategies that made him strong will keep him resilient and safe. There will be times of waiting where our mission is simple, so we must not lose heart. There will be the, necess- ne- <laughs> there will be the necessary regular prayer and meditation to keep our relationship with the Lord intimate and solid. But the big one, we must keep our focus on the big picture so that we see our little world is impacting the big world. We are part of the great plan. With this strategy, we will gain the strength of the Lord. We will walk in confidence and security, ready to score the final point for Christ. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.